0: Hello and welcome to The Midweek Move. This is a podcast extension of The Healing Places, the podcast where we're examining the scriptures line by line, verse by verse, and ask ourselves, what is happening here? And today, ladies and gentlemen, is another one of our intro episodes. That's right, ladies and gentlemen, we have finished First uh, and Second Peter, and now we're about to take a journey through the three books of John. Now, this is John 1, our First John, Second John, Third John. This does not include the book of John, which is one of the four Gospels. Maybe that's coming down the pipeline. we're not sure just yet, but right now we're taking a look at these smaller individual books and they're really fascinating when you start to get into the history behind them and what the the, the truth that comes out of them. So let's dive in, let's ask our questions what is happening with this uh, with the series of books specifically first John, before we jump into the actual text itself. So the question first we have to ask is who wrote? First John. Now, this seems like on the front end a very easy question. Well, Dallas, it's labeled John. Surely John wrote it. And here's the deal: technically, this book is anonymous. The writer does not express who he is. He doesn't say his name. He doesn't say that he is John. He's not like Peter, who goes, "I Peter, uh, a uh, an apostle." Or he's not like Paul, goes, "A bond servant of Christ, an apostle." This particular book is anonymous all the way through so how why do we call it john why do we associate john well there's several factors that come into place here when you look at the style of writing the context clues are found within the book of self and also when you add in church history it is, it's very firmly believed, it's grounded, it's a understood meaning that this is in fact written by John the Apostle, the disciple that Jesus loved. In fact, as we read through portions of this book, there's going to be several segments that harken back to the Gospel of John very clearly. So now that we have an idea, we go, okay, John the Apostle wrote this. When did he write this? When was this put together? Most scholars say that First John was written somewhere between 85 and 90 A.D. This writing uh, represents an older John who has probably matured a little bit. As you read it, he's coming off as, uh, while he's, he's dealing with a very direct situation, he's coming off as a very fatherly type of individual. And the situation he's dealing with is some early Gnostic beliefs that are beginning to infiltrate the church. And so here we have an older John who is speaking to the churches of probably Ephesus. And there's a situation where this this is coming up. And because he cares, he goes, look, I see the pitfalls. I see the things are taking place. He's writing to this church to help bring some correction, to go, hey, there's some things that need to take place. There's some, there's some stuff that's infiltrating, and we need to guard ourselves, guard our hearts, guard our minds, and bring correction, because if we don't, everything's going to fall apart. Which kind of brings us again to the why of what's happening here. John is writing to a group of Jewish Christian households. I'm going to say it again, Jewish Christian households. This isn't necessarily two churches that are primarily Gentile that came to know Jesus, This isn't written to a group of people who don't know Jesus as Lord and Savior at all. This is written to a community of believers who were Jewish and came to know Christ. And this is important because of the context of the way he says things, who he's writing to. We have to keep all this in mind. Now, something has happened in this early church that has led many to deny Jesus as Lord. These individuals hadn't just left the community, but they were actively also working to deceive the true believers. They called into question doctrinal, doctrinal standard truths of faith and, by extension, the ethics ethics caused by living these standards. Now, again, as I was saying, the, all these things are infiltrating. It's this early kind of Gnosticism. What we're going to see is this denial of not just Jesus as Lord, but Christ as a person itself, himself. And I, I'm using that as two separate things. Remember, Christ is a title. It is the Messiah, the Mashiach, right? They are denying the idea that the Messiah would be physically born, manifested. On top of that, they're denying that Jesus himself was said Messiah, obviously because he was a physical individual. And then these people are trying to actively deceive the believers that are in there. So that's the situation. You have John coming in with a very fatherly, loving way, trying to bring correction, help walk them through essential doctrines of the faith, help them to understand the truth, but bring warning going, hey, look, there are people who are actively working to deceive you, actively working to pull you away from the truth about who Jesus is and who the Messiah is. This is going to be a very rich, very, uh, very deep conversation we're having about what we call a Christology. The study of Christ and what that means. So some of the subjects found in John, and there's about there's five like segments I would kind of level this out. The first thing is the principles and practicalities of having an authentic relationship with God. Now, I know where some of you guys are going. You're like, well, Dallas, I thought you just said this is about the Christology of Jesus and the Messiah. Yes, it's true. But within that, to understand who Christ is, we had to have an authentic relationship with God. Our relationship with God, our relationship with uh, with Christ, is paramount on our understanding of who Christ is. If Christ is not physical, if He's not here physically, if that's not a thing, then everything shifts a little bit. So, in the first part, Paul is—or Paul. I'm sorry. John's dealing with some principles and practicalities. Of what it looks like to have an authentic relationship with God. Then he goes on to uh, ask, "What do we do? What does it mean to be a child of God? Like, what does that? We say that word so often. I'm a child of God, and that's great. That's awesome. But what does that actually mean? I feel like a lot of people throw that out there, but they haven't asked themselves, "What does that look like? And so John's going to answer some of those questions for us. We then go into a conversation about how to recognize spiritual truths. Again, he's dealing with the church that's being deceived. And so John's having to go, okay, look, here's the truth. This is what it means to have a relationship with God. This is who Christ is. And this is what it means to be a child of God. Now, let me help you to be able to decipher what's being thrown at you, what's right and what's wrong. And then he goes into a conversation about what is the love of God and how it affects us. See, what was happening is these Gnostics, as they are, these early Gnostics, as they're denying the, um, who Christ is, they're then voiding the, the reasoning that we do what we do. Our ethics, our way of doing life, they're based on the conversation of who Christ is, the role of Christ in our lives. And so, with that, there's denial about certain ethical things and they go well god is love it's fine well if god is love how does that affect us what is the bigger picture here and finally there's a conversation about what assurances do we actually have from god himself so that's it guys that is where we're going for the next several weeks as we travel through the book of First John, I'm really excited. We have several uh, guests that we're trying to line up and have some different voices speak into, uh, and not just into this podcast, but to you as an individual. And as we take this journey, guys, we want you to take it with us. We want to be with you. Make sure you're interacting with us. Leave comments in the chat. Reach out to us on our social media platforms. If you are friends with myself on social media, please reach out to me. I want to hear your thoughts about what is taking place through. First John. Let's grow together. Don't make these podcasts just something you listen to passively. Let us help you to grow in Christ as we walk this out together. That being said, ladies and gentlemen, have a great week.